the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is proudly sponsored by Thatchface, taming beards and saving lives. Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. This day, uh, this day. today we are talking about <laughs> NXT New Year's Evil. Easy for me to say. My name is Jay, as always, joined by the ace of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Troy, and the stat man himself, Aaron Stackcliffe. What? Why oh, have you got your hand up, mate? Go <laughs> in! Go in! <laughs> Super. Got some tidbits for us, Aaron. Seeing as it's NXT. Our very first tidbits back, BB. Go tidbits. Go tidbits. Cool. What do you got for us? Six and seventh of January. We're going for so a couple of birthdays on the six in nineteen sixty-three. Starting with a banger, Ludwig Borga is born. <laughs> Starting with a banger and wow. Ludwig Borga in the same sentence. <laughs> this year really is cursed. <laughs> uh, on a more serious note, a year later, Conan is born. All right, okay. Nice. Uh, two years after that, in 1966, Jacqueline is born. Yes, Jacqueline. Which only, means... Only... First and only uh, women, uh, woman to win the European Championship. Cruiserweight. cruiserweight it was winner. a cruiserweight. That was it. Yeah. I know it was one of the mid-card ones. Nice. Um, also, she debuted in 98, which means she was 32 when she debuted. Fucking hell. How old was DDP when he debuted? Because I remember him being a bit older. He was like than 38. I... Really? He came from being like a doorman at a strip club or something, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, in 1983, so listen, boys, story time. Um, in Puerto Rico, World Wrestling Council champion Carlos Colon took on NWA champion Ric Flair in what was a unification match to merge the two titles. Colon was declared winner and double champion. However... Flair and NWA allegedly didn't agree to the unification stipulation, so Flair received the NWA belt back in what is called a phantom title change on January 23rd. There is no evidence the rematch happened. The NWA decided not to recognise either title change. Fucking hell. They used to do that in WWE a lot as well, didn't they? What, (sighs) phantom title changes? Yeah, like they'd do a show in Japan and like... (laughs) Ah, right. It, it it usually was a Noki because he didn't like <laughs> of losing. It was. In, yeah, he didn't like <laughs> losing in Japan, so they do a match. He'd win the belt, and then they go, "Oh, actually, it, it wasn't actually for the belt." So <laughs> it was too. like a, it was like a moment for like the fans to kind of celebrate and like have a cool moment. But then straight after, they'd be like, "Yeah, can we have a belt back, please, Antonio?" Imagine, imagine if they'd done that with AJ Styles and Jinder when he won it in Manchester. <laughs> as soon as he got back to the states, now it was a joke. We're just doing it for nah, the Brits. Jinder, you still got it, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't. That's um, like the rain would never end if that was the case. 
1995, Macho Man Randy Savage made his WCW in-ring debut beating Avalanche. Avalanche? Which is Earthquake, I think. I was going to say, oh, was right. it one of the natural disasters, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Um, 2008, TNA presents Final Resolution. Strap in, <laughs> strap in, Jay. This is going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> Notes of all matches Kaz beat Black Rain. Black Rain being Goldust. Goldust. Dust, <laughs> when he'd hell. come out with a rat in a cage, which I can't remember the name of. Is that where is that where Eric Rowan got the gimmick for the fucking spider in a cage? <laughs> Probably. Um, he also had like it was like a little walking stick with a scythe on the end that he called Darkness Falls that he'd spike people with. Wow! And he looked like he was wearing a chrome bin bag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was this the gimmick? No, that was the one in TNA. What was the gimmick that he had before? Was it in WCW where he came out and was like basically seven? I look- seven. seven. He came out and was like, yeah. I look like a nonce. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just clarifying which was which, because this is and TNA. Anything could happen. Evil Uno made a reference to that a couple of weeks ago. Dark oh, really? Order want him to join as number seven. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Super. He, he, he literally, Evil Uno literally said you could bring back seven. <laughs> <laughs> Evil Uno's a traitor. Uh, also on this card, Gail can beat Awesome Kong in a no DQ retaining a knockouts title. This is nice. a match that everyone rants and raves about. Really? As in, people think it's TNA's best knockouts match. I remember it when it happened, but I still haven't seen like that match. I used to catch like the weekly shows, but not the pay-per-views. It's, it's on YouTube now. It was Is on because the anniversary, <laughs> obviously. I may watch that later. Yeah, man. Uh, Team 3D and Johnny Devine beat the motorcycle machine guns and Jay Lethal in a six-man tag Ultimate X match. What's the ultimate X match? I'm sure you've probably explained this before. It's, it's the, the one where they've got the two cables across oh, the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Uh, AJ Styles and Tomko beat Kevin Ash and Samoa Joe retaining the tag titles. Tomko? Tyson <laughs> Tomko, yeah. Fuck off! <laughs> that was Bronze. when it, when they signed them because it was like, oh yeah, they used to be Christian's manager, let's just get him. And it was like, but why? Yeah. Realised he was the drizzling shits. Yeah, he won tag titles with AJ Styles, mate. AJ Styles that won mean... that on his own. Yeah, <laughs> Tomko was just along for the ride. <laughs> just the, the, only, the only good, the only good thing Tomko did in TNA was when Scott Steiner was shouting at him to carry his bags, and like he said, he said no, and Steiner just goes, "Carry my bags." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in 2014, WWE presents Old School Raw. I'm nice. not going to go through everything that happened in this, but I'm going to the legend spots. Uh, the Shield and the New Age Outlaws are on Piper's Pit. Cool. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter referees the Great Cali versus Damian Sandow. Friend of the podcast, Sergeant Slaughter. Friend of the podcast. Fr- Friend Slaughter. of the podcast. Too Cool beat Free Man Ban. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Roman Reigns beat CM Punk in the main event before the Shield attacked Punk. Jake the Snake Roberts comes out, culminating in a smiling Dean Ambrose with a snake on him. 
<laughs> that was when Jake um, come back for the first time in ages, wasn't it? So it was off the back yeah. of his rehab thing, the documentary with DDP. Yeah. Because yeah. he was also, saying at one point he wanted to enter the Rumble, didn't he? He was like, my dream would be if I could come back and be fit enough to enter the Rumble. And they didn't, but they gave him the Hall of Fame and they put him on the Raw Legends thing. As well. Yeah, so that's nice. nice. Yeah, it's really the nice. Pop, Jake, the two things about that main event, actually, the pop that Jake got was fucking mental. It was like a road warrior pop. Yeah. Because everyone's just excited to see him. Similar to the one great. that he got when he debuted for AEW. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that Punk and Roman match is fucking awesome. Go back and watch it. Really? It's a really good match, yeah. Sweet. Uh, and the last one for the sixth at Impact Wrestling Homecoming at State Fairgrounds Arena in Tennessee, Taya Valkyrie beat Tessa Blanchard for the knockouts title. This would be the start of the longest reign in the title's history. Really? Yep. As she know. held it for a year, just over a year. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, going to the seventh, in 1949, Chavo Guerrero Sr. is born. <laughs> How dare you call him Chavo Guerrero Sr. and not Chavo Classic, Chavo you classic. piece of shit. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> Ooh, Chavo! Classic. <laughs> right. uh, from one from one legend to another, in 1975, Chilly Willie is born. Sorry, who? 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 Chilly Willie. Is this one of Chilly Willie? Is this one of Queen Wee's aliases? <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> I'm Who pretty the fuck sure is I... Chilly Willy? <laughs> fuck off, you've made that up. Who's that's Chilly Willy? That's a creative Chilly, character on Chilly 2K20, Willy. isn't it? Chilly Willy is a former tag team partner of Balls Mahoney and ECW. <laughs> <laughs> well, that counts for a whole lot. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> wow, she got... Um, in 2001... ECW presents Guilty as Charged. It was their last televised event due to financial difficulties and declared bankruptcy two months later. Damn. That uh, was their last pay-per-view? That was their last televised show ever. Oh, okay. So not even weekly shows either after this. They're not? Yeah. Christ. What year was this, sorry? 2001. Bloody hell. Didn't... Um... Didn't WWE fuck the TV deal or something? If I remember rightly. I'm not something sure. Something along them lines. Wouldn't, they it, were wouldn't on, be surprising. They were on the same network that Raw, that Raw went to. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm pretty sure that there was some kind of thing where WWE basically like kind of said, yeah, if you take them off the air, we want to go on that on that spot. So they went, yeah. You get more viewers? Great. <laughs> Sweet. Wow. A uh, couple of things on the card. Tommy Dreamer beat C.W. Anderson in an I Quit match. C.W. Anderson? Yeah. Were they just going by like their fucking, their, their day job names? C.W. Anderson. C.W. Anderson was called C.W. Anderson because he looked like Arn Anderson. Oh, okay. I, he, gen- <laughs> he genuinely looked like Arn, Arn Anderson and he wrestled like him as well. So they just like said, call you C.W. Anderson. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> He's all right, to be fair. Come out of retirement recently. He had um, he wrestled uh, CM Punk on his WWE debut in ECW. Oh, 
Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Okay. All right, I'll take it back. Uh, <laughs> the Unholy Alliance, Tajiri and Mikey Whitbrick. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. With Sinister Minister, beat Kid <laughs> Cash and Super Crazy and the FBI in a freeway dance for the number one contenders for the ECW titles. And now. Hang on, a three-way dance. Three-way. Is that what they call a triple? Threat? That's what they call a three-way it, a dance. Three-way dance. <laughs> wasn't wasn't a three-way dance an elimination triple threat though? Uh, no, because they have. Oh, I don't know. Probably, maybe. I'm sure. Know. I'm sure they called it and like. Well, they didn't call it a triple threat because they had a faction called a triple threat anyway, which is why right. they called it a three-way dance. But I'm sure they used to do elimination ones like in ECW anyway. Yeah. Uh, I put this more on that it was a number one contenders match. Fair even though it was our last show. Oh, that's clever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sandman beat Steve Carino and Justin Credible in a tables, ladders, chairs and canes match for the ECW world title. Brilliant. TLWC. TLC. TLCC. Rhino beat Sandman in exactly one minute for said title straight afterwards. Fucking hell. Uh, and in the main event, Rob Van Dam beat Jerry Lynn, which was the 25-minute match. Oh, I bet that was sublime. In fact, uh, is that on my best of RVD? RVD and Jerry Lynn. Um, it's on It's on the network, definitely. It was on the network. No, this, this features... RVD versus Sabu in a respect match and RVD versus Sabu in a death match and RVD versus Puerto Rico Ricano, whoever that is. <laughs> I went to school with Puerto Rico Ricano. Did you fuck? Worth <laughs> 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 a try. <laughs> In 2007, WWE presents New Year's resolution. Resolution? Revolution. I can't remember what it was. Was it resolution? Revolution. 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 Aye, that one. Um, Jeff Hardy beats Johnny Nitro in a cage match for the Intercontinental title. Nice. Um, Kenny Dykstra beat Ric Flair. Because that was the end of the Spirit Squad and the Legends rivalry. Oh, okay. Ending of it. Um, Mickey James beat Victoria to retain a women's title. Uh, Rated RKO beat Degeneration X for the tag titles. This is when Triple H pedigrees one of them on the announcer's table. So many fuck quad. This is quad, yeah. Does his quad again? Again. You think he'd learn not to do that? Like not to do that in tag matches. In the main event, John Cena beat Umaga, retaining the WWE title. This would be Umaga's first pinfall or submission loss. Oh, really? Yes. So they, have, they built him up for a while. Yeah. Was all- um, yeah, he was went undefeated from the Raw after Mania. So then. But so now. Shit. Was this during uh, Super Cena phase? Yeah, it was. Yeah, of course it was. It was the start Everyone... Of- Everyone thought that Umago was going to take the belt off Cena back then. This was chain gang soldier John Cena. Yeah, like, right. Peak Cena. 
So the Be- superest of Super Cena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, using, Super- it, using his backstage politics card that he got off Bill Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> this is Super, super Cyan Cena. <laughs> um, finally, in 2008, I've saved the best of last boys. Have you? Have you? Raw, Raw presents Raw Roulette. Oh, Lord. Oh, listen, listen. I don't have a choice, do I? Nope. <laughs> Waiting room, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on. I'm willing to hear you out. <laughs> Shawn Michaels and Mr. Kennedy beat Landscape and Trevor Murdoch in a strange bedfellows match. What? Try oh, that, that's the one. I know what it is. Um, so it's basically whoever spins the wheel gets given a partner they wouldn't normally have. Right. So, so that. Yeah. Okay. So Sean Michaels teams? spun the wheel. No, well, I don't know. I was going to say, because we're Lance Caden thingy already a team. Trevor yeah, if I, remem- yeah. if I remember rightly, Sean Michaels spun the wheel and he was feuding with Mr. Kennedy at the time. Oh, so okay. That's why he got Kennedy. Right, right. Okay. Go on. Um, what else was on this absolute peach of a show? Triple H, <laughs> Triple H beat William Regal in a first blood match. Oh. This is where... That's when Regal gets absolutely killed in like five minutes. Really? Yeah. Um, Hornswoggle and Mick Foley beat the Highlanders to qualify for the Royal Rumble. (laughs) Sure. They're your uncles, aren't they? (laughs) Ancestors, mate. Now they're not Uh, that old. In the main event, Jeff Hardy beat Umaga in a steel cage match, but I've left his best to last of the show. Hardcore Holly beat Carlito in a trading places match where both wrestlers had to use the other's gimmick. Yes. And wear yes. their gear. I saw that this was gold. <laughs> this picture came up like it must have been today or the other day, like this week in history or something, and I saw it like Bob Holly as Carlito is fucking super. The hairpiece on it is unreal. <laughs> Outstanding. Oh, is that your lot? That is me. That's quality. It was a short one, though. <laughs> I enjoyed those. I missed them. Very interesting. good. Very more, good. More of those next time. <laughs> Cheers, man. Yeah. More than before SmackDown, probably. Yeah. Um, shall we talk about New Year's Evil then? Do it. So. The show opens, which I thought this was so cool, by the way. Yeah. I'm just going to say from the go, the go uh-huh. where too. it's like all the lights are out in the uh, CWC. Loomis is walking around and he's like, he's dressed in all black, isn't he? It's just his normal ring gear, like yeah. black trousers, black top, the gloves and stuff. Yeah. And then he's pressing like buttons and lights are coming on. And then there's this big lever next to him. And it's got like the New Year's Evil logo. What's well... Big? He presses one button on the board, which does the lights, which is fair enough. But wouldn't that switch be like the main switch to switch everything on and off? I and think it was to give off. it. I think it was to give it the light and aesthetic of New Year's Evil because it was all red, not like just the normal lights. Come on, Aaron, play the game. Oh, mate. Play the game. Yeah, fucking that, up. We're, we're fucking. We're seven days into the new year. You've already started. I'm on, just mate. saying that was Aaron. it off. If that Aaron. was an actual switch that was on Aaron. off, the whole Aaron. lights were in there. Near lights were Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> it was just a cool visual thing. Just play the game, mate. Come on. 
<laughs> Allow it. So let me let me finish talking about this this like thirty segment second segments that you're already picking fucking holes in. <laughs> We're literally not even a week into 2021. You're already being difficult. Play the fucking game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go ace. Go ace. <laughs> so anyway, he pulls a lever and old red lighting comes on and he's got a red jacket as well. You didn't mention that, did you, mate? No. Didn't ask about that. How no. do you all of a sudden have a red blazer on? Maybe he always had the red blazer on. You just oh, didn't see it in the dark. We've just fucking spoke about it, then he didn't. <laughs> Your eyes are deceiving you. You've... No, you're picking holes in the wrong fucking place, you dafty. Um, <laughs> All right, more holes anyway. are going to get picked as we go along. <laughs> Troy, have your finger on the waiting room button ready. I swear to God, <laughs> if he mentions Geico once in this. <laughs> if he brings up something multiple times, just straight away. Yeet anyway. straight into the waiting room. <laughs> anyway, um, it was a cool visual. Yeah, um, as I say, like it was empty. There was other lights were off. He pulled the lever. He's got other lights are red. People are in the crowd. He's got the red blazer on. He looked cool. He I looked like it. he was about to, about to host like a game show. <laughs> he did, it yeah. was super. <laughs> I, I I liked it a lot. I thought yeah, it was same. great. Um, I was one. I was very curious how they were going to portray Dexter Loomis as the host, and he didn't let me down at all. He was fucking brilliant, mm. from beginning to end. Um. And we open the night with a uh, Damien Priest versus Karrion Cross. Uh, um, I'm just before the match starts, right? Um, so they come out before the bell hey, rings. I thought they did it in the locker room, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking come on! Yeah, I thought they would have just done it in the car park, mate. Just give me it. Let me do it. You've had fucking 20 well, minutes for tidbits. What, what are you trying they, to say? <laughs> so, they come out. Oh, yep. They come out yep. of the ring, and then fucking Joseph shouts, Priest has not flinched. Mate, he ran out the ring as soon as his music started playing. <laughs> he fucking flinched. He shat it. And he, came back. he shat it. <laughs> uh, Thanks for that, There you go. <laughs> Just to say, Karrion um, Cross looks in phenomenal shape. Yeah. Like, I mean, he looked good before, but he just, he looks thick. Yeah, his, um, his entrance is just great, isn't it? Yeah, it's awesome. Just just great. Um, so, yeah, the match itself, he starts off dominating early with, like, a lot of throws. Then we pretty much just get a, a slugfest. They're just trading strikes between each other. Yeah, man. Um, oh. What's up? Were you going to say something then? Oh, Aaron or me? You. <laughs> me? No. Yeah. Oh, I thought you I thought you said something then. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I was just agreeing. It was just like, it's oh, two right. big strikers just twatting each other from the yeah. off. Um, yeah, and Cross is like working over Priest's ribs. They brawl, they brawl around the outside. He throws uh, Priest into like that sort of like gear there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scaffold. Yeah. Um, and then body slams him onto the steel steps, which look nasty. Uh Priest reverses later in the match. Priest reverses a super doomed Saito. Uh, did you notice the way with the razor's edge? He was like sort of fighting to hold on to him. Like he really struggled, doesn't he? Like selling the rib injury. I he thought that was really good. good One yeah. thing I noticed in this, which was really cool, because like Cross was really knocking the bells out of him and kind of taking away a lot of his power game. And there were a couple of instances where 
um, Priest realised he couldn't revert to his power game, so he went a bit more technical. So there's a few yeah. times where he had him in like some holes, some submissions, and stuff like that, which is good. Like he's really, he was, really good. He was meeting him like strike for strike as well. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I liked, I liked the fact that obviously Cross does the whole thing that he doesn't feel pain often. Yeah, yeah. And Priest was playing like mind games with him and saying, "I'm still standing up," right, even yeah. when he was like, "Is that everything you got?" Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. grinning at him, and you could see Cross was getting like rattled by it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Match ends when Cross hits like a roundhouse kick, um, followed by a Saito suplex, and then he just forearms him in the back of the head. That must look. be a new fin- it looked brutal. That must be a it, new finisher because they even mentioned like, oh, he usually finishes him with the, the Saido, but then he followed up with this. Yeah, I think I think it was more just like a um just kind of like as they said, the exclamation points on the match. Like it was just yeah. like an act of pure brutality, wasn't it? You just <laughs> yeah, like donkey punched them. Um <laughs> Uh, this is a really good match, man. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it a lot. Opener. I enjoyed that uh, Just a couple of things that were really either dodgy or good. So Scarlet go mental as Cross, after Cross, say, gets hit by the razor's edge. Like before Priest is even pinning Cross, Scarlet is going mental on the outside, just going, <laughs> fucking get up, get L- up. Losing a, l- losing a heed. Uh, losing a heed. Uh, <laughs> The powerbomb by Cross making Priest land right in his neck. That looked, that looked vicious. That looked yeah, really <laughs> Really high up on the back of his neck, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, and at the end, when you're saying he's going, I'm still standing, his words are, I'm still standing, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> uh, also, he spat some uh, spit in his hair as well. He had a little groggy one and a hairline <laughs> that down his face. Oh, brilliant. That's one way to spread COVID quick, isn't it? Christ. It's good. It's good. I hope was, you were tested. <laughs> There's a couple of points I picked up on this as well. Um, overall, I thought this was a really, really good match. Right? A great opener. Um, a lot of the matches on this, actually. like The whole thing felt almost like a takeover. There wasn't a bad match on this, in my opinion. Um, but this is a super opener. Um, like I said, like Priest really selling the fact that he was bollocks and, and Cross had knocked the bells of shit out of him. So there's a couple of moves where he went for like a broken arrow and it looked like a struggle and there was a razor's edge as well. Um, there was a, some weird like springboard kind of like cannonball thing that he did where he bounced off the rope, which looked a bit awkward. Um, a couple of moments where Cross looked at the camera and looked like a genuine nutcase. Like he's just got such a, a look <laughs> and a stare about him. It's mental. Um, what else? There was a pre-tipping hitting that like, it's a flip that he does over the rope where he he steps on the middle rope first, yeah, and then bounds over, and that was perfect. Like the landing and everything was perfect, really, really yeah. good. Um, and then Priest hits a really nice looking leaping roundhouse kick as well towards the end, which looked cool. Priest is like a, a not a breakout star; he's obviously already established well before he got to WWE. But I think he's just gotten better and better and better. He's definitely refined, though. Like getting to the NXT, yeah, like he. He was good in um, he was good in Ring of Honor and like from what I'd seen of Money in these, but you could tell like he needed some like sort of polishing to yeah. well, pick up the final product. Yeah, yeah. When 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 he went to NXT, I remember being like, "Come on, where where is he? Where is Punishment Martinez?" Yeah, and then he'd come out and do like five minute squash matches and lose them, and it was like, "Oh, is that all we're getting from him then?" Mm. And that was when he first signed, so he's. They've basically started them from scratch, really. Yeah, well, they do. They do that with a lot of people, don't they? 
They'll yeah. introduce them, them and then they'll have them like matches, wrestling. That's it. And like when Dijakovic was going by his real name, Chris Dijak, and just getting squashed by Ricochet. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that, no way. In fact, it was that match where Ricochet does the flip over the top rope and walks up to Velveteen Dream. Oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Wrestle there, Dijak. But, um, ah. yeah, it, it, it's one of them. Um, I, I remember reading that um, he'd been mentored by Undertaker. He was one of like the projects Undertaker had kind of like took up, and you can kind of see with like oh, his yeah. presentation. Oh, for sure. And like, ju- just like the way he sort of tweaked his style, he does remind mm. me a lot of, of Taker. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that thing, obviously there's rumours abound at the moment that he's going to be debuting on SmackDown imminently. Um, I think he'll, I, I think he might be one of the ones to break the NXT curse of being misused on the main roster. Oh, I fucking hope so. I really I do. So. I really, really um, do. <laughs> But yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, mm. Very good match. So after this, we get an announcement for the Dusty Classic, and they, they announced a couple of teams, and they announced others periodically throughout mm-hmm. the night. Uh, so the teams we got were the Undisputed Era, Eberize, Breezango, Kurt Stallion, and August Gray, Imperium, and uh, Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Um, I've already got a pick for this. Yeah, we'll come to, we'll come to it at the end, but I think I've already got a pick for this. Yeah, so have I. Um, I bet you have. <laughs> I know what that's supposed to be. I know what you're going for. Colin Strong caught a promo say they're going to win the Dusty Classic and the Kyle O'Reilly wins the NXT title tonight. We then go to the crown see Grizzled! Young veterans. Um, that kid looks so upset at everything. I love it. <laughs> at life. <laughs> uh, friend of the podcast uh, Grizzled Young Veterans um, they're announced for the Dusty Classic and that they're going to be facing those little shits ever eyes next week um, next we got Santos Escobar defending the Cruiserweight title against Grand Metalik uh, th- this was I, I didn't think this was a bad match I just thought it was a bit a bit rushed it was a bit rushed it was nice to see Grand Metalik get some some real screen time and a decent length of a match and not just be stuck in a, a tag team thing. Mm. Grand Gra, Gra Metalik wearing the same coloured gear he wore in the Cruiserweight Classic. I was going to say, I recognise it from that. Yeah. The only difference is his mask is a different cover. Yeah. Yeah. I'd but forgotten yeah. that he got to the final, didn't he? Yeah. He beat yeah. Zach Sabre Jr. or Ibushi, one of the two. Yeah. He beat. He beat Zack Sabre Jr. and... TJP uh, beat Ibushi then. He beat Ibushi. Yeah. I knew was it was it, one of... Was it TJP and Ibushi in the final? No, it was no, TJP. TJP and Metalik and TJP won. Oh, sorry, of course it was. I just said he was in the final. Yeah, 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 Me- yeah. Metalik, like, the way they were presenting him was like, well, he's... It, it was like, it felt abundantly obvious he was going to be in the final, but I, I thought he was going to win it. I didn't think okay. uh, TJP was going to. Mm. Um, yeah, so... Match starts with Metalik doing like a lot of like a lot of like lucha libre spots, a lot of flying around. Mm-hmm. Um, he hits a couple of dives on the outside onto Santos. His momentum gets stopped when he goes for a, a hurricane runner off the apron. And oh. I, like the, I like the fact that it looked like they botched it. Yeah, but I then thought Santos, that. Like straight away, just kind of like like capitalized on it. So yeah, smash him into like a power bomb. And he sort of like slipped off the apron, but landed yeah. on like his feet, and then just swung him in, like almost like power bombed him into the um, 
mm. into the barricade, but like swung him from that position. Yeah, um, yeah. Santos has control for pretty much most of the match after this. Uh, there was a cool spot where he like uh, hung up Metal League onto the top rope and then dived onto him on the outside. Um, he keeps going after the mask, trying to take the mask off uh, Metal oh, League. Oh, thought that was coming off in this match. I really, really did. It nearly did on the finish. Like it was on the, on the top turnbuckle when it almost came off. Yeah. In the end, yeah. Um there's yeah, there's a spot on the top where Metalik's about to hit Hurricane Rana and Santos like pulls at his mask. Yeah. Um Lindsay hits like a trust fall onto LDF. Um and then like Metalik hits like goes for a dive onto uh, Santos. Santos catches him on top, pulls him off, hits the Legado shoulder breaker, followed by the Phantom Driver to win. Um, yeah, I'd say it was a good match. It just felt like it needed a bit more time to it. Mm. It felt everything felt a little bit too rushed. Yeah, um, yeah. There was a smooth part in the match. You were saying there was like a couple of dies on the outside. There was a specific like combination where it was like you done a springboard moonsault to, from the apron to the outside, and then instantly rolled Escobar in to do a 450 to the inside yeah. like with basically seamless seamless yeah it was awesome. so, yeah he's so quick on his feet metal isn't he did he's you like, see there was a bit of, of the ropes, oh he is <laughs> fuck it is um how much you they hit like um it was like a splash off the top rope like how much elevation did he get off that i think oh the moonsault the moonsault that was yeah. it he was fucking yeah. miles up mental yeah. he's awesome he's so good really really good Sounds like a say as well, though. Yeah. Yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. Well, well, whilst Metalik was in the air, Escobar had time to like roll out the ring to then get in position whilst he was in mid-air. Escobar <laughs> had time to go to the fucking the tuck shop and grab a Kit Kat and a cup of tea, mate, and come back. That's how that's how long <laughs> Metalik was in the air for. Um as well, before I forget, big shout out to Lindsay Dorado for his uh, Megazord gear. That was fucking banging. That was it. I was trying to work out I what it was. like a motherfucker for yeah, the power. Yeah, man. I was yeah, like, I recognise it. I recognise it. And I thought it was that or, that or uh, Gundam, like a Gundam no, robot. He, he had that made for, oh, fuck, what was it? It was a pay-per-view. Oh, run. is this the one he didn't get to wear? Like last year? Yeah. Like in the last year? There was two. So he had the he had the White Ranger. Ooh. And he wasn't, he was allowed to wear the gear but they wouldn't let him wear the mask. Oh, Because okay. he had the actual White Ranger helmet mask made for it That's to sick. go over his actual match mask like he did with the Megazord one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had the Megazord one for... Um, I can't remember the pay-per-view. It was when he had the title shot against um, Shinsuke and Cesaro. Oh, okay. And he, he wasn't allowed to wear that, so he, he had it made for it, but they wouldn't let him wear it. Uh, um, That's cool. So it was, cool. Wear it, it was cool they let him wear it on NXT, yeah. Yeah. Big gig. We love that. Yeah. Love that. Good egg, Lindsay Dorado. Yeah. Um, after this, uh, we get a Mercedes Martinez promo saying she's coming after the Yoshirai. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, <laughs> what? I miss her. Thank Christ she's back. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank fuck she like left Retribution and thank fuck she's not getting punished for that. I know. Because um, <laughs> she's excellent. Yeah. Um, and then after this, we get the return of Zia Lee and Boa uh, Zia Lee against Katrina Cortez uh, I know you were particularly excited about this Troy oh uh, mate yes and pretty much you pretty much like predicted it bang on the fucking head yeah that they come out and just murder somebody yeah come and out they did. Murder, um, yeah 
yeah, so the entrance itself, we've got to talk about that. They had now, I don't know what the name of the like woman, but I, I did it a bit of flashed up, didn't it? Well, no, the, the name of I think the faction flashed up, which was Qian Sha, right? Which I don't know what that which translates to in Chinese. They basically they've um trademarked a shit ton of um things like various things for this faction that come out in the last week, um, including oh. the witch, which I'm guessing is this like main woman, yeah, and a couple of names as well for her, well, right. potential names for her. They also had uh, the bridge in the Chinese translation of that, the hand in the tri- Chinese translation of that. So I'm guessing they could be like nicknames for them. Uh, uh, those, those loads, those actually about like 15 things. The trans, the um, the trademark, trademark. which oh. was the English, the English and Chinese translations. Yeah, of both. yeah, yeah. Um, um, so Tiansha is a Chinese term for an ancient Chinese cultural concept that denied either the entire geographical world or the metaphysical realm of morals and later became associated with poli- political sovereignty. Okay. So we're guessing that's the that could either be the name of the faction or just kind of like the, the mission statement of them then. But that, mm-hmm. that's what flashed up on the Tron that I saw yeah. anyway. That's cool. Um, so she got new music. That was awesome. Um, yeah, man. It, it kind of zoomed in on the woman in the chair. She had like this weird she mask, mask on. on, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then she had a hair over her face, but you could just see her eyes and her face was painted like, it was like white, but like with like black cracks on it, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Looked good, um, man. It looked, look, the presentation of this was awesome. Like they've done a really cool job of going from like a couple of little like vignettes here and there to really like building this up. Mm. Um, Zaya Lee looked then, like fucking Kung Lao from Mortal Kombat with that hat yeah. on. Like she the fucking... hat with like a veil on and then yeah. she comes. Uh, Boa took the hat off. He was wearing a suit and sunglasses like a fucking Yakuza. But uh, Boa looked like he'd just stepped off the set of The Matrix. Yeah, he did. That, that's a good <laughs> shout, actually. Um, and then Zaya like, had like these, it looked like um, Sai or something, and she was yeah. like dancing with them. And then, yeah, yeah. then a music hit, and then she got in the ring, and she's just staring like a hole through um, Katrina Cortez, who was formerly Catalina, who did the... Uh, Oh yeah, tag team with Sin Cara for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The match itself, Xylee uh, is just kicking the fuck out of it, and she wins with like a weird spin kick. Yeah, which it looked like, horrible. Like, I mean, it's it good. Was, I mean, it looked horrible to take. Like, it was like it was literally like a vicious, faster. How an SOS should look like. Yeah, yeah, That's like a big leaping like. kick yeah. to the back of the head. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then she wins the match as they effortlessly, and then they go like they go and stand next to like the woman in the throne, and then like white smoke comes up. Um, yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm guessing that that was their disappearing. Just as Zaya had her finisher or that kick, right? Mm. Was there an awkward like pause where she forgets to pin because she just sort of she stood there, didn't she? And she sort of turned around over she... at the woman. And yeah. then she went down. Look at the woman, though. Not at that point. Was it not at that point? There was a bit of ball where point. she looked over. Yeah, but at the end oh. for the pin, there was a weird. Unless, unless they literally just told her to kind of do that. It felt because it, it it felt too deliberate to say she just forgotten. Yeah. yeah. Either either she forgot to just pin and went oh fuck and rushed down to t- go for the no, pin. That, that's or, what I'm saying. It felt it, it was, felt too deliberate. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like it was like. Like almost like she was in a trance and she'd like stopped and then gone, okay, she's done. Yeah. Um, 
yeah. But I, I thought that was awesome. I, I hope we get something similar with Bowen next week where he does the same thing. Yeah. Um, I love the way as well. They were like hyping up the fact they were blocking out pain. It was just really cool. Mm. Um, after this, we get a little backstage bit where uh, Regal's saying that Thatcher has injured his shoulder um, training for the fight pit and it's been postponed until Thatcher's fit. They didn't give a time a time scale, but they said he will be back soon. Take over. Uh, in the video, Ch- uh, not Champa, Thatcher huffs when he gets told the news himself that he's not getting cleared. He does yeah. a little huff and walks away. Wasn't a happy bunny, was he? No. I mean, Tim. He's he's harder than a coffin nail, so he probably would have been all right wrestling, but <laughs> obviously safety first. I hope he's all right. Yeah. Um, that was a match I was really excited for. So yeah, man. when it does happen, I think it'll be awesome. Yeah. Then we get um, Bronson Reed in the crowd. He says 2021 is going to be colossal. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you all right, Demi? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not doing his Mandy Rose fucking whale music impression. <laughs> <laughs> <Mandy>. yeah. um, <laughs> he says... <laughs> He says that Rhea and Raquel is going to be an absolute bang of a match, and he wasn't wrong. He was not wrong, was, was he? he? Oh, 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 I love this match. Yeah, man. So next she, week, Shami's lost his money, though, because he bet on Rhea winning. <laughs> well, I don't know if you put money down, mate. Ah, uh, he put his money on Rhea. He said so. <laughs> Wrestlers never lie, mate. Big figure of speech, mate. <laughs> figure of speech. Wrestlers never lie. Come on, AA ran. Play the game. Come come on, Aaron, with three A's. Play the game. As as babes or whatever you call yourself. Come on, triple A as a babes. Play the game. <laughs> um the man of many nicknames. <laughs> None of them. <laughs> yeah. All of them equate into you being a blurt. Um, <laughs> anyway, back the to the match. podcast. Um so yeah, uh, I I didn't realise this was the last woman standing until the match actually started. Oh, really? They, I, they'd I, announced I think, it earlier. You know, be I listening, mate. I think I'd... Hold on, mate. Let me, let me fucking get me words out. I've not watched NXT for the past two weeks and I knew it before it started. Well, I, I think I must have missed NXT last week. I think I must have done. I, I only knew it was the last woman standing match because they announced it earlier in this show. They had a little graphic that came at the bottom and they said, coming up later, this. But so, before that, I had no idea. Probably, probably taking notes when they, when it came up then. Um, yeah. yeah, so the match itself, uh, Raquel starts looking really strong. Um, there's a bit where Rhea handcuffs it to the to the barricade and Gonzalez like just breaks out of it. Yes, Aaron. Um, I've got a question, obviously, because I've not watched it for the past two weeks. Have they mentioned before this week that they used to be best friends? Yeah, they mentioned yes. it a few times in this. They've mentioned it in not previous. In this- yeah, oh, prior to this. They've um, been mentioned there previously in promos, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like travel buddies when they were doing the whole uh, PC circuit and all that. Mm, um, yeah, um, Gonzalez. Oh. Just before that handcuff spot, Gonzalez does her best Brock Lesnar impression and hits about fucking 10 suplexes on Rhea yes. Ripley. <laughs> Went full Brock. Um, there was also a, a spot just before the handcuffs where Rhea Ripley comes in with like a a missile, like a shotgun drop kick off the steps and missed Gonzalez by about a mile, but she tried to swat her out of the air with a chair anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there's a bit where Gonzalez hits Rhea's head against the ring bell. That looked nasty as fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
and then she puts Rhea through the announce table. Um, then they end up rolling to the back. Gonzalez gets thrown through like a glass door by Rhea. Well, you see, thrown through. She got thrown into the door. It opened. It hit off the wall behind it, and then the glass broke. So they were already through by the time the glass broke. But she went. She, she went she, through it. Did she go through the door frame, Aaron? No. Aye, because so the door opened. The door. <laughs> the door opened as soon as Aaron, they touched Aaron, it. Aaron, she Aaron, didn't go through Aaron, the door. Did you go? Did you go through the door frame? Aye. So she went through the door. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no she did. Should fuck up, she did. Um, come on, mate. Play the game. Play the game. I'm playing the game. <laughs> you know. Their glass spot was shoddy as fuck. <laughs> I didn't think it was all that bad. Your fucking argument to it is shoddy as fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Anyway, uh, after this, they're brawling backstage again. Uh Rhea hits like a sent on off like I don't know what it was. It was weird. She climbed something. Yeah, I don't know what and it was. Like she sent on or... off onto Raquel through a table. Dakota Kai returns and attacks Rhea with a kendo stick. She um, crushed before she jammed through the table. She went sorry. She oh, went she did. It. Yeah, before, before Rhea jumped off. She did, she did the crotch chop. That was nice. Well done, Rhea. Props to Daddy <laughs> Triple H there. <laughs> Shout out to her dad. Big Daddy Paul. <laughs> Uncle Paul. Uncle Paulie. Um, <laughs> Paulie Levesque. Um, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, Rhea basically fights off Dakota and puts her in a locker and then shuts the locker door and then puts... That looked so uncomfortable as well. <laughs> yeah, it did. And then put a box over it and you could just hear the coat crying. It was like, oh, come on. <laughs> and then Rhea sticks her thumb on her nose and does that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad to see the coat about all of it. She's brilliant. Yeah. Um, then a little bit later on, uh, Rhea hits a Death Valley driver into the sign. That was a little callback to um, Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon at the King oh, of the Ring. Oh, of course, King of the Ring. Yeah. Where yeah. The, uh, Raquel just like slides down and lands on her head. Um, <laughs> And then they're fighting on like the steps on the stage. Raquel, it's a one-handed powerbomb through the stage. And then at about eight, she just emerges out and stands tall while Rhea's not moving. That looked incredible. That was quality. Yeah, Such on the day, because she'd been in that submission and everything, she literally just gets up on her feet and then instantly goes back down. Yeah. Not even this, a second of standing up. The submission before this, just before she took the women's call, so uh, Rhea Ripley had her in the Cloverleaf. And that is that the... Is, as if that wasn't enough, she then grabs the steel chair next to her and wraps it round Gonzalez's neck yeah. and just wrenches on both of them. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Also, early on in the match, I forgot to mention, um, I've just put in my notes, shitting hell, that table bump looks fucking horrible. There's a bit where Gonzalez went to put Ripley through the table and just uh, the way her back landed on the edge of it did not look nice. It was upsetting yeah. to see. This yeah. is an awesome match, though, on the whole. It was. Um, really good. Really, really, really good. Um, I think when all things are said and done, this could be like one of the best matches NXT put out all year. Yeah. Um, certainly yeah. a strong contender for it, uh, yeah, straight yeah. out the bat. Uh, after this, we get the way, um, getting a police escort to right. uh, CWC. Right. Okay. I've, I've <laughs> right. got an issue with this already. Oh, fucking hell, Aaron. So, so from... From when they get out the car to when Johnny Gargano did they, did they, did they go through minute. a door out the car? 
What? <laughs> He's winding you up. Look at him. <laughs> He's got that big wooden Mate, spoon I, in that big pot of shit. I'm in greedy face cry mode. Do you want me to greedy face cry at you? <laughs> what? <laughs> Go on. What were they right. doing? So, from the time they come out of the car to the time Gargano speaks in a microphone, that's a bang on two minutes, one second, right? The way is said seven fucking times, once every 17 settings. I'm already sick of hearing about the way. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness, I thought they really overdid that. In I this think that was the point. And I think, but I think, yeah, like you say, that was the point. That was all the point of it. That's like what it's just overbearing. That's what they do with it. It wasn't even them that said it, though. It was the commentary. No, but what I mean is, <laughs> is that's the general way they're being presented. That's the way. They're being presented. That's the Aaron. way That's the they way. want to present them, Aaron. Come on, mate, play the game. <laughs> Come um, on, Aaron. All the way up your in arsehole, mate. That's where you. <laughs> <laughs> the way up your up your hoop. Up your hoop. <laughs> <laughs> all the way up your hoop. Aye. Oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so fishes and nothing. Um. <laughs> oh boy. Go away. Go away. <laughs> um yeah, so they basically like uh, get in the ring and like they've they've got like something with a sheet over it. Candace gives Johnny a plaque for breaking the curse um last week against Leon Ruff. Um they then present present Johnny with an art piece of the way, all dressed as different members of the Avengers. So Johnny's Iron Man. Um, I didn't see the other three, but I think uh, Austin was like the thing or the Hulk, maybe. Like because yeah. Johnny was like, "Oh, your traps are massive! Like you look huge." So he was really beefy. Um, Candace was Wonder Woman, and whatever her name was was Indy. um Invisible Woman from Fantastic Four. Oh, Indie yeah. wrestling. Aye. Indie wrestling. Indie <laughs> oh, that's, that's, a, that's a nickname, though. Is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he kept going, we love indie wrestling. We wanted to save indie wrestling from NXT. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Super. Um, yeah. Uh, so Johnny then says that him and Austin are entering the Dusty Classic. I'm guessing that's you guys' pick. Um, oh. Okay. Ooh. Interesting. No. It must be then. Um, and then <laughs> Shot- Shotzi interrupts, shoots Austin in the balls with the tank. Which Wade Barrett calls his the, wedding tackle, and then right. goes on run the ghoulies. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then Kashida just comes from nowhere and attacks Johnny. Loomis here rings the bell and makes the match official. And there's like a graphic of a hand drawn thing of them, um, which is pretty cool. You, I laughed you a lot a, with that. You missed the other thing Barrett says about the missile. She fired a missile at his ghoulies. Troy said that. I said that. <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay though I liked Aaron's impression it's fine <laughs> it's it's rare we hear Aaron do an English accent it, it is it's, it's rare, rare we hear Aaron, Aaron talk much English at all to be honest <laughs> it's usually Ponglish it's, yeah. <laughs> it's usually what? Ponglish <laughs> <laughs> um, so to the match, yeah, Shotty and Kashida versus Johnny and Candice. Um, Johnny and Candice wearing matching outfits, which I liked. 
Um, and for most of the match, it was just very like, very much like Kashida and Shotty doing like double team moves. Like they did like a stereo like arm breaker thing over the shoulders. Yeah. Um, and they did like an assisted dive as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, lots of really good tandem offense, like teamwork between them. They look good. Just when Loomis um, appears on commentary, Joseph goes, Dexter Loomis on commentary. Barrett goes, it's an atrocious atrocity. <laughs> Joseph goes, did you hear that, Loomis? Did you hear and that? Did you hear that, Loomis? Stares him down. <laughs> <laughs> Dexter was having none of it, wasn't he? I love that he was just sat there just staring at Barrett for the whole match. <laughs> <laughs> His little blazer blessing. Um, <laughs> a little bit later on in the match, um, oh, so yeah, Shotzi dives on Candice and just like lands on her head. Just, just spikes herself. An- another spot. Tries to kill herself but again. That's it. Every <laughs> yeah. week is how is how is Shotzi going to break her own body in half? It was like that time when Lita did the dive and landed on her neck. Oh, good grief! That was horrible. Was that against um, Trish? Yeah, yeah. I'm Reminded right. me of that. Um, yeah. And then Austin Theory tries to interfere. Um, <laughs> as he's on the top, he goes on the top rope, and Kashida throws him off. And as he gets caught, um, I. I mentioned this to uh, you, Troy. Mm. <laughs> Indy Hartwell is just pissing herself at ringside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a little giggle at <laughs> her theory getting caught. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, Kashida, easy for me to say, throws him off the top. Um, he then, theory like rolls into the corner and then Kashida drops old Johnny right into uh, poor Austin's balls. Gargano um, gives theory head. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on, mate. <laughs> You're better than this. You're, you're more highbrow than this. Come on, Aaron. He's not, game. though, is he? He's not. No, he's not. I don't know why I'm lying about Aaron saying he's highbrow. Um, <laughs> and then Kashida rolls up Johnny to win the match. Um, yeah, this was all right. It was, cool. it was, it was slapstick for most it's, of it. Yeah, it's it's definitely setting up another Candice and Shotty match and Kashida and Gargano, probably a takeover, yeah. which... Uh, I'm got announced. Is it just before this match or just after? Just after. It's the next bit. They yeah. announced takeover um, for Valentine's Day on the 14th. Yeah. Which Notice they should be calling Valentine's, Valentine's Day Massacre. I've written exactly the same Come thing. Come on. Come on. Come on. You ring back in your house, you can't bring back Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah, yeah. I've written exactly before, the same thing. Before you go to the next part, um, just quickly on the pin, um, Kushida holds it after the free. He does like, just to make to, sure to make sure that to he ass- wins the match to assert dominance, Aaron. I'm just pointing that out. All right, That's fine. That's he was fine. resting his plums on Johnny's forehead. <laughs> <laughs> it was an act of dom- dominance. Johnny was one to give more than one person head. <laughs> Johnny Teabag. Johnny Teabag. I noted before this match when the way we're cutting their promo, I was like. Indy Hartwell and Shotzi Blackheart need to team like be a tag team because there needs to be more women's tag teams in the division. They need to go and challenge for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Speaking of which, I like that segue. <laughs> um, yeah, after this, uh, Regal and Dexter Loomis announced that the Dusty, Dusty, oh sorry, the Women's Tag Team Dusty Classic, easy yes. for me to say, is going to be happening soon. They didn't say when, so I imagine it's probably going to be after the men's one is yeah. done. Yeah. Because otherwise really... that'd be a bit too convoluted. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy I've for this. Got, I've got a feeling if they're going to do it straight after, then the final should be a takeover. 
you'd the think. final of what? The women's dusty. If they're doing it straight after, I reckon they'll do the men's final at takeover. Uh huh. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Probably. I. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll probably, probably end up doing announce like, the teams. Yeah. They're probably they'll gonna probably end up doing like like they did with this, where it's not a takeover, but it's like a special NXT like weekly thing. And they have the final of it on that. So it feels like this one did, where it feels a bit like a takeover, but it's not. Well, yeah, as well, if you think there's probably going to be eight teams in that tournament, yeah. um, they're going to need to establish some more women's teams. Yeah, they're going to need a good few weeks to build um, them up. We might get a couple they... come over from Raw and SmackDown. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, mind seeing the Riot Squad, isn't oh. Um, oh, yes. Yes. And yeah, it. it Obviously, that's a, as well. We was, we've been talking about ad nauseum at this point that they should put the women's tag titles on NXT. This would be a very good good way to do that, considering mm-hmm. that winners will get a women's tag team title show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, They'll have that at TakeOver. It'll be an NXT women's tag won't. team that win the Dusty Cup, and they'll put their challenge against the tag team champions on a TakeOver. They won't do it at TakeOver. They'll do it at Evolution 2. If that happens, well, they've spoke about it a lot at length that it's going to happen. Oh, okay. It's just the fact that they were, they didn't, they didn't do it. Um, they want a crowd for it, didn't they? I think they want a bit more, like yeah, That's because they were meant, they were meant to be doing it last year. Yeah. Where yeah, was the first it. one? Was it at the at full sale or the performance center? It wasn't a big arena, was it? It was Evolution. No, it was an arena. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was at the. I thought it was at full sale. It was no, it was like a proper pay per view. They just did it in between um, Survivor Series and TLC. I think it was. Oh, okay, fair enough. That's cool. Or it could have been. It could have been just before Survivor Series. Maybe it was around that time. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was just before Survivor Series because uh, they did the whole thing where they announced Becky and Ronda the night after on Raw. Um, oh yes, and that was yeah. where we got the ma- the start of like the man happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I think it'd be. It, it's a long time coming that, and I think, as, as I say, Absolutely. it could, it could definitely help them out with the, um, with the women's tag titles if they put it on NXT. Mm-hmm. Give yeah. it to uh, Dakota and uh, Raquel. Mm-hmm. Um, and after this, we get our main event of the evening, which oh, was O'Reilly versus Finn Balor two. Yes, Aaron. Just before you go properly into the match, um, so they're coming down. They're coming. They're coming down. No, to no, the ring. no, 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 no. <laughs> the, they're both already in the ring, but Beth decides to go. I know my husband is at home looking forward to this one. So where are you? That's <laughs> the point. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mean I'm at home with my husband because you saw us not fucking <laughs> in the arena, are you, love? <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe maybe she's saying that mean and that Edge is watching the match. But the way that she was, said it, it was like, she's there. She's somewhere else. She's there. Well, the thing is, she <laughs> did that earlier on. I can't remember which match it was. There was someone that was about to go through a table. And the commentary said, like, Barrett and Vic Joseph were like, oh, like, quick, move out of the way. And Beth reacted exactly the same. Like, you're not even there, love. What are you on about? I think, is, yeah, is someone I think... about to come through your table at home as well? I think they just tell her to kind of react that way because it it adds to it. But it's fucking it weird adds. because she's not even it's, there. Yeah, but it's <laughs> like when they got it's like when they got in on was it in your house where they got a body double for Beth and it looked like fucking Sasha Banks was sat there. <laughs> yeah. It's you know what I mean. It's just it's just a weird production thing they, they do all the time. 
I don't even pay attention to it anymore because of it because they do it all the fucking time. <laughs> Clearly, Aaron loves paying attention to it because um, he brings it up every week. But... Hey, just, just wait till he dub after this. Oh, it's a giddy. <laughs> Yay. Um, anyway, so this match... Um, I thought it was excellent. I thought yeah. it was just as good as the first one. It was really hard hitting. Um, yeah, solid. There was lots of technical wrestling to start the match off. Lost so like they, they kept they kept talking about how like each man had scouted each other since the first match. Yeah, and it, there was a lot of callbacks to that first match. Um, there's a moment where Finn puts in an abdominal stretch on Kyle Riley. Kyle breaks it by biting the rope. Finn just. Finn just breaks the hold and just boots the rope, which looked fucking vile. Nasty, um, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and then Kyle goes down holding his jaw and Finn just goes to work on it then. Um, One thing I'll say about this, and this annoyed me a little bit, this wouldn't have been as big a thing had Finn not legit- legitimately broken his jaw before. I don't like that they were trying to oversell Balor getting him back for his jaw being broken. And over, like, if anyone should be selling a jaw injury going into it, it should be Batman. Yeah. That well, was he the was only... at the start. He was, yeah. But then all of a sudden... Got just... hit, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just... I, feel... really went, I really went for a kick to the jaw. Balor got his arm up and then Barry was like, oh, you've seen O'Reilly go for the jaw, but Balor got his arm, so now he's holding his arm. Mm. But there was, a, there was a really cool thing as well where they were... Um, like just to add to the story, because obviously they were talking about how Finn wanted to basically break Kyle O'Reilly's jaw to get him back. Do as much damage as he did to um, him, yeah. Which I thought was a really cool story. But then there was the other thing where the, the and I, I was thinking about this for a lot of the match. So O'Reilly's working over Finn's left arm, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then later in the match, after he'd been working all over his left one, he went for his right and on commentary, they said, "Oh, that's really clever." Kyle's, uh, Kyle's, uh, like took out his good arm because that's the arm he had surgery on like a couple of years ago, so he yeah. can't defend that with his bad arm. I'm like, that's uh, fucking brilliant. Yeah, that's really that's clever. clever. That's very um, clever. There was a lot of stuff like that in this. Um, yeah. There was a bit where um, Finn, Kyle kept going for like a leg bar on Finn, and Finn kept like just booting him in the face. <laughs> and then Kyle break it, and then there was a, there was a bit where Kyle finally got it in. Finn goes to get it, and he just grabbed his other leg and tied him up in it. Mm. Um, and then so then Phil, uh, Phil, who's the fuck's Phil? Phil, <laughs> Finn, <laughs> easy for me to say. Hit the uh, is it the show tie palm strike that Liger does? Yes, he, he hit that on O'Reilly and just yeah. like fucking got him right in the jaw. That looked horrible. Then he hit a nineteen sixteen and locked in a cross face. There was a bit where, um, which was just vile, where Finn hit a shotgun drop kick, but like literally hit yeah. him flush on the jaw. Flush on, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then there was a really cool spot as well, a little bit later on in the match, where Kyle hits a hits a superplex, holds on for a brainbuster after like going for a double pin and them both kicking out, yeah. And then locks in the armbar, which was the bit I was talking about, where they were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, he's going through his other arm because he's worked over his good arm for the whole yeah. match." Um, Finn barely broke that. And then the match finishes with Finn going straight back to the abdominal stretch because he like kicked him in the liver again. Mm-hmm. Like that keeled over him. O'Reilly. O'Reilly kind of drops down, like so he's sitting down to try and stop 
being able to not get the ropes. And then uh, Finn transitions while he's got the abdominal stretch into like a cross face. That looked brutal. Yeah, and then O'Reilly's forced to tap. Um, yeah, this was this was excellent. Um, yeah. How did Finger bust open? As I was well? just about to ask, how did he get his eye cut? Like just above his eye. He I didn't said, see when that happened. Barrett said on commentary when O'Reilly had hit the brain buster. I think it was that Finn Finn had the crimson mask, and I was like, no, he hasn't. Yeah, he mentioned and, that. Yeah, and it looked like he had like a cut, like just like between his eyes. It was on there. The bridge of his nose. It was above there. his eye. Yeah, it was literally just above his eyebrow. Oh shit! I didn't yeah. even see. I when I when I rewound it, he had like a he had like a blood spot splotch like there on the bridge of his nose. There was a bit where he was lying down on his side, and you could see yeah. the camera pat, and it had trickled all the way down backside. But yeah, yeah when he got, when he had him in the uh, hold, uh, yeah, yeah, the mat. So Kyle O'Reilly taps out, and then after I, this was weird the way it ended. So after the match, um, Finn standing over Kyle O'Reilly. O'Reilly with like blood splattered all over his face and the Undisputed Era checking on him and they're like kind of like backing him away and he just stood there menacingly mm. and then the show ended um, there's been a bit of talk that he might be like taken over as the head of that faction that Pat McAfee had oh uh, really? though apparently something was teased last week with him and Pete Dunne um, oh and obviously Pat McAfee's been took off NXT for a bit um, oh okay but interesting yeah, it is interesting. Um, it seems like that's kind of teasing Finn's going a bit more heelish because he's been like a tweener for like the last year, hasn't he? Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this was a really good match. I was a bit disappointed Ever. that Kyle O'Reilly didn't win it. I, thought I was. He, I thought he was going to. but Deserved to. I, oh yeah. For sure. But at the same time, I think they're doing like, they're doing that story where he's going to eventually like be the one to take oh, off for Finn. sure. Absolutely, um, 100%. Especially if we get, like, another feud between, like, Finn and Pete Dunne and uh, Oni Lawson and Danny Birch and, like, the Undisputed Era. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like there is a club. business with all That's them. what I'll call that, wouldn't they? We'll finally get some uh, Balor Club. <laughs> they probably wouldn't because they'd be trying to distance from the fact that he's done that already. Oh, okay. Because he'd done Balor Club on main roster, didn't he, with him, him Anderson and Gallows? The, the Prince's Club. <laughs> <laughs> the prince's peasants <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, that was NXT um, all in all yeah I, I think I really like the fact that NXT and AEW have been doing like these kind of special shows to break up like takeovers and pay-per-views yeah I feel I feel like they need to keep it like that because then it makes the big four pay-per-views feel more like important like mm-hmm. last year when we had like was it three takeovers pretty much in three months? Yeah. And I felt like they were feeling a little less important, whereas now mm. we've had war games and then the next one's not going to be till Valentine's February. Day. So that's yeah. about two months. Mm. Yeah. War yeah. games six, Give wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just over two months and it feels, it feels like everything's got like the proper build it needs and all that. But mm. this was a nice way to kind of like end a few things and progress other stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'll do first. What were what were your uh, highs and lows? Uh, Troy, do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, oh, like I said, every match was just really, really, really good on this. Not really enjoyable. Um, my highlight, I'm going to say, is Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez. Superb. I know you touched on it when you said um, you reckon it will be a 
standout match for NXT this year um, already, like a week into the month. Um, yeah, it was super, really, really good. And my low point, um, it's difficult. There wasn't really a low point for me. Um, I haven't, I, I don't think That's I've got a low point. I really don't. Don't have to have a low point, mate. Yeah. I, you can just appreciate that it was a good, good rest yeah, of the show. It was just on. a good show. I, there's nothing really that stood out where I went, Oh, that's a bit naff. I think the only thing that annoyed me was the whole Carlo Riley selling a jaw injury just because Finn had injured his jaw previously. But that was, it played into story at some point. It was fun. It was cool. It was just a gripe. But yeah. I wouldn't say it was a low point. So, yeah, I, I haven't got a low point. I, I enjoyed it. What about you, Aaron? Uh, high point. Zia Lee debuting. Nice. That was very Definitely. Cool. It's what we all wanted. It's what yeah. we've got. Yeah. yeah. Uh, low point. For me, I think Balor and O'Reilly was a bit meh. Yeah? It wasn't bad. It wasn't. You prefer the first match? I prefer the first match. I'm yeah, not saying enough. bad by any means. I prefer the first but... match. About to shoot. Like, I think the first match was better. This wasn't a bad match. I definitely Com- prefer yeah. the first, for sure. Like compared to the other matches as well, like on this card, I much preferred the cruiserweight title match for what it was. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, bad man. Jay, uh, for me, uh, low. I'm going to say the mixed tag match. I thought it was good. I just thought it was a bit. Didn't it? Didn't really add much to the actual overall show. Yeah. Uh, I'm think, surprised neither of you said your low was Thatcher and Chamber getting cancelled. Ah, uh, well, no, because we're gonna get that eventually. So yeah, yeah. I was a bit gutted we didn't get it, but I know it's coming. Mm. Um, also, didn't they announce that before the show? Didn't that leak before the show? Yeah, they announced it before because he just pulled it off the card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just rumored. I don't think they actually announced it. Okay. They pulled. They pulled it off the preview on WWE.com. There uh, you go. Um, and. I think my high, I'm going to go with what Troy said as well. The last woman standard match was excellent. Yeah, man. Um, also, a little honourable mention to the uh, the women's Dusty Classic being announced because that was very cool. And yes. I didn't see that coming as well. No, like, I genuinely was surprised by that. Yeah. And it's something that we've kind of been pitching to each other for weeks that they need to do something like that Yeah. to save the women's t- like tag titles. And yeah, yeah. It, it's the perfect thing to do. Absolutely. It's something I wouldn't have seen coming. So, yeah, no. they're, they're my two. Um, awesome. Yeah. Um, now, as I did on the Raw review, I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you to pick um, your predictions for at the end of the year, who's going to be the NXT champion, NXT women's champion, NXT cruiserweight champion, um, and tag. About NXT tag titles, and we'll do women's tag titles on this as well. North American? Shit, yeah, North American. Okay. Um, yeah, so six belts, basically. Okay. Uh, Carrion Cross is taking that belt back and he's going to have it for a good while. I think he's finishing the year on it. It's Carrion Cross, NXT champion, women's champion, um, Ember Moon. Uh, That's not a bad show. Tag team champions. 
Oh, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. For me, they're winning the Dusty Classic. That's who I want to win as well. That's, that's, my, a, pick that's, that's my pick. One of my picks for the Dusty Classic. Yeah, and I think they're going to win the bounce off the back of that. Um, and North America. Oh, uh, Cruiserweight Champion. Uh, Jake Atlas. And North American Champion. Ooh. Dexter Loomis. Interesting. Do you want or, a minute, Aaron? Or, or, or Cameron give, Grimes. Give me a minute. Or Cameron give Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Women's tag titles. Oh, women's tag. Um... Right, squad. Just because I want them to win it. Okay. <laughs> the only that is. The only actual talent no, in there is. There's a couple in NXT. No, but I mean like established proper tag team. Yeah. Not just one that they've cobbled together. Like an actual you've got, legitimate you've got tag Dakota team. and Raquel in NXT. You've got a uh, Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro that they were trying to fucking make uh, a thing. Yeah, 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 true. Which will definitely be in the uh, women's oh, dusty class. 100%. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going to say the Riot Squad okay. tag titles. Cool. I think they're very, very much deserving of it. Okay. Um, for my picks, I'm going to go NXT champion. Um, I was thinking he's around the top at the moment. Any any free agents wafting about you think might take Oof. it? Oh, <laughs> oh, a little little ray of white, you mean? Um, <laughs> a switchy um, switch bled. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna commit to switchblade because I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say probably Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, that's a good shout. I think they're building it so that he'll he'll win it like uh, um what's the one before fucking war games? It'd be take over Brooklyn, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that take over yeah. Brooklyn, but you know what I mean. The equivalent of yeah. the SummerSlam weekend one, basically yeah, over yeah, one yeah, round yeah. SummerSlam. Yeah. A big one. Um so yeah, Kyle O'Reilly for my world title. Um North American title, Timothy Thatcher. It was between Timothy Thatcher I, and Dexter Loomis for me. For me, it's between Timothy Thatcher and Bronson Reed. I think they're the two that oh. seem to want to be really like building up. The thickest um, boy. Cameron Grimes is also a really good shout. Yeah. Um, for women's champion, I'm going to say Tony Storm. Fair, um, enough. Fair I feel like they're kind of slow building her up to be the next sort of like women's champion. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they wanna, they'll, they'll probably do what they did with Rhea. Where she had like a little run with the NXT women's title, UK women's title, and then she had like a better run with the NXT women's title. Yeah, yeah. Um cruiserweight champion. I'm gonna say my boy Swerve, just because I want him to. Again, I it was between Swerve oh, and Atlas. Oh, actually, no, no, no. Forget that. Leon Ruff. Um Ooh, okay. I think Leon, Leon Ruff might be in, in for like something to kind of keep him doing stuff because they seem to like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, tag team champions, come on, lads. Come, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Grizzled! Young veterans. <laughs> I think they're winning winning the um, Dusty Classic or because they got to the finals last year. I think they'll win it this year. Um, 
and I think they'll take the belts because you've got them in like a tweener role at the moment so mm. it'd be quite a good foil for um, Oni and Danny uh, what have I got left I've got women's tag haven't I uh-huh. uh, women's tag I'm going to say Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai not a bad shot at all. I think they'd be a really good team to kind of like give the belts to they're already an established duo yeah um, and they're and both be- excellent Sorry. And yeah, and they, they could have good matches with loads of people and yeah. they'd be different matches. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah, it feels like it's what they could have done with Shana and Naya or they not have put it on Naya with Shana and instead of like yeah. Mm. So that, that's my pick. It's what they could have done with Shana and Naya, but yeah, I think that's a little bit better. Uh as a babes, what you got, mate? Uh throw a title at me. North NXT, American. North American. North American, we're going to go for Cameron Grimes. Nice. You're just winging this, aren't you? <laughs> Cruiserweight. Cruiserweight, I'm going to go Ricochet. Ricochet? Uh, he's getting jobbed at it. fine. He's definitely more than 205, though. Um, uh, no, in Vinnie Mac's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Ricochet's well, well less than 205. Bollocks. It must be like 180, 190. I thought he was like 190. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. NXT tag titles. NXT tag titles. We're going to go for Undisputed Era. Safe fair enough. enough. What be that? Like, Fifth, like, like me going for the new day for the Raw tag titles, to be fair. That one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, women's, women's title. Women's title. We're going to go with Raquel Gonzalez. Ooh. Good shout. Good shout. Very good show. Uh, what else have we got? Women's tag titles? Have you women's said that? tag. Oh, women's no, no, tag. No. Charlotte and insert name here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, have you said the NXT title yet? No, not yet. Uh, no, ta- women's tag. Sasha and Bianca Belia. That'll do. <laughs> Just throw two names together, yeah? <laughs> Fucking hell. That's, that's what WWE do, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, men's else? champion. Men's champion. Men's champion, NXT with champ. Um, it was between the two used picks, so carrying cross. Nice. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, before we go, Troy, where can I get some products for my beard, please? Thatchface.com. Get yourself over there. Brushes, combs. Uh, beard balms, uh, oils, etc. Use the discount code TroyXL85. Get yourself 20% off. That's thatchface.com. And uh, Aaron, where can they find us on social media, YouTube and Twitch? YouTube and Twitch. YouTube and Twitch. They're two Ooh. different ones, mate. Ooh, he's testing I know. you. <laughs> Don't want to fucking say where you can find us. Come on, mate. Play the game. You can find us at Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast and Twitter and Twitch at Untitled Wrestling Pod. Nice. There we go. There See, you go. You listen. <laughs> get, get in it. Well done, mate. Well done. Go Ace. Go, go Ace. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Happy New Year. We'll see you next time. Happy New Year, Bye. guys. Bye. Things Jerry Lawler says on commentary. Is it always going to be Jerry Lawler? Blurred. My two favourite kinds of women are domestic and imported. Fucking hell.
Right, that's that's the last Jerry Lawler one. Hey, no, I've got to finish the rest of the week. No, and then it's, we're done. it's a piece no. of shit. <laughs> <laughs>